Hey podcast listeners, Matt here. Just wanting to remind everyone to like and follow us on social media at Dash Podcasts on Facebook and Instagram and at Podcast Dash on Twitter. And that is the word D-A-S-H, not the actual symbol. And if you haven't already done so, subscribe to us on your podcast listening app. Thank you guys. Oh, and don't forget to rate us on your podcast app as well. Hey guys, and welcome to Dash Podcast. My name is Matt, and I will be your host for today's episode, Tragedy and Grief. Before we get started, let's take a moment of silence for those who we lost during the 9-11 terrorist tragedy. Today is September 11th, 2019. 18 years ago, the United States was put in a standstill. If you were to ask anybody above the age of 18 where they were during this tragic event, they would be able to tell you. Me? I was in the fourth grade after gym class where my teacher gave my classmates and I the news. This hurt every American, but those with the most grief were the ones who had the families involved. Large scale collective mourning is typical of traumatic events. Regardless of whether the event occurred, the loss can be personally devastating. When the event is a collective loss, like in the case of a mass murder or even the death of a famous person, Coping can be difficult because we are used to grief being individualized. While the answers to these questions of grief are complicated, their impact is important to understand. Community or collective grief is just another term for the grief that is felt by a community, society, or nation in the wake of an event such as a war, national disaster, act of terrorism, or the death of a public figure. In many cultures, grief is seen as a collective experience expressed through community rituals and verbal declarations. These expressions of communal grieving are often seen as integral aspects of addressing and working through experience of loss. When grief is expressed and acknowledged by others, this is incredibly validating. This validation has the capacity to help those who are grieving acknowledge their pain and embrace their feelings so that they may work through them. Grief can also be incredibly lonely. When one has experienced a loss, it can feel as though no one could possibly know or understand how you feel. By expressing grief outwardly with others, this loneliness may dissipate, even if only slightly, when the connecting power of grief is recognized. 
it then has the power to be transmortive. People who share a common feeling and empowered when they realize they are not alone and that they can look to others for help and understanding. This then gets at the heart of communal grieving, community practice and ritual. When we grieve collectively, we are connected to a wider network of people through ritual acts. A very common practice is the creation of a public memorial, something that has been done in a number of different ways around the world. The act of designing, building, and visiting such memorials serves as an ongoing means of remembering and grieving. These acts of creation and pilgrimage offer a way for people to work through their loss in a myriad of ways that are both individual and collective. Community grieving is not always met with open arms. When we put something out into the public sphere, it becomes open to criticism and critique. Grief is a difficult emotion, and some people feel it is better kept private. Because of this attitude, some public memorials have been met with resistance. Like, what happens when a public Facebook memorial is taken down by a family member? All those memories, pictures, and condolences suddenly disappear. A great example of complicated community grief is the Columbine Massacre in Littleton, Colorado, which was the largest mass killing in American history. Following the massacre, Greg Zanis drove from his home several states over to build and erect 15 crosses to commemorate the lives lost the 13 victims and the two shooters. Zanis's choice to commemorate all 15 lives was met with a mixture of confusion, compassion, and outrage. Many saw the 15 crosses as being deeply disrespectful to the 13 victims, while others took compassion towards the killers. Zanis's crosses were stolen, destroyed, burnt, desecrated, yet Zanis Zanis continued to erect the crosses on more than one occasion. Eventually, the city intervened, removed the crosses, and created a separate memorial in a fenced-off area overlooking the school. Any attempt at any unofficial memorial to the victims or killers was promptly removed. Many asked themselves if government-sanctioned memorials were the best option especially given the importance of Zanis's original tribute. Zanis's memorial crosses remind us that, even in the face of a community tragedy, that community may be divided by how they want to grieve. Today, much of our collectivized grief happens online, which has led to the, its own kind of failure. We've all, we've all likely noticed the out pouring of messages after a celebrity has died, and perhaps have even thought to ourselves, you didn't know this person, how can you feel so sad? There is a feeling amongst many people that the expression of grief 
in a public forum is authentic, inauthentic, excuse me. However, we should remember that this sentiment comes from a history of privatized grief and that the shaming of outward displays of emotion. Some people may see online grief as a failure while others accept it as a healthy process. Like all things that are shared, collective grief and grieving can be complicated. We may not always agree and we may not always feel the same way, but these difficulties are not a reason to keep grief to ourselves. Sharing our grief with one another and expressing it together, even in the face of differences of opinion and belief, forces communities large and small to engage with one another and deal with the loss. It creates a shared network of mourners who may not feel so alone because they have each other. Turning again to the victims in the shooting in Las Vegas, we see extraordinary evidence of the power of community grieving and how great loss has the power to facilitate great strength. At vigils held around the world, thousands of people look the streets, crying and singing together. In moments of difficulty, we struggle together. In moments of pain, we connect with the one another. And those connections strengthen us in ways that cannot always happen if we remain alone. Alright guys, it's that time again. Thanks for listening to Dash Podcast. I would like to thank TalkDeaf.com for the information they provided with us today. I also want to thank all the victims, survivors, and heroes. You mean the world to not just me, but to us. As always, subscribe to us on your podcast app. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And have a wonderful day. Hey guys, if you would like to be part of Dash Podcast as a guest, we're looking for you. Please dem dem us. DM us on social media. We're looking for people we could chat about grief and really anything with. A big shout out goes to Page Boys Foundation Inc. To without them, we would be nothing. Please follow them at Page Boys Foundation Inc. on all social media. That's Page Boys F D N I N C. Page without an I. Helping children grieve together. Sometimes grief does not go away. You may find yourself stuck in a stage of grief, such as the bargaining stage, and feel yourself slipping further and further into the sadness that accompanies grief. The bargaining stage often includes feelings of guilt and remorse that can quickly lead to depression. Though also a natural stage of grieving, depression can become a serious disorder requiring professional intervention. According to the University of Maryland Medical Center, grief lasting more than two months and interfering with daily life may be a sign of major depression. If feelings of grief turn into thoughts of suicide, hopelessness, or worthlessness, and an inability to function at home, work, or school, seek professional help immediately or call 911. Page Boys Foundation, Inc. and Dash Podcast are not medical professionals.